Break It Down with Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Oh, that was very bright and exciting and wonderful. It'll go great in there. I like it. And don't forget to check out our website. That's right. www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com Our last episode. It is our last episode. We talked a lot about it. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? We have talked a lot. I don't understand the words you just said. We have talked. Ow, now, brown cow. One hour later. We have talked about many things. We have talked about many things. A lot of many things. And we are a bit late on this episode, uh, mainly because we went through kind of a lull in the news cycle and we were just like, we don't have anything to talk about. What the hell's going on? It's a good question. I'm glad I'm Italian. I'm not white. You kind of are. <laughs> Why does it have to be the big chicken? <laughs> Why does it have to be the big chicken? Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> I was right, and yes. you were racist. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I still have a belief that Sasquatch is out there, but that doesn't make me crazy. And you give me that face, and this is my issue with you. Mm. This is a podcast where Rick, a Generation Xer, and Tim, a Millennial, come together and try to find answers to our changing world. Break it down with Rick and Tim. All right. Mm. So we began our podcast talking about belief systems. That's right. We kind of jumped into the deep end Mm -hmm. talking about... Trump and MAGA and all that stuff and people being groomed. It's a two-parter mm-hmm. episode we did. That's right. And uh, we haven't changed our opinion since then. No, it still exists. I think the you know this idea that it's fear-based, you know, and it's always an attack. Mm-hmm. It's always an attack, and the new target always is an enemy. Uh, who's the new enemy, Rick? Trans people. Trans people. Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. All because Bud Light gave him one can. <laughs> one can. One can of Bud Light. Dan Aykroyd out there, by the way, I was reading about his uh, vodka. And he was, I read like a little, I don't know if it was a summarized quote, but basically it was like, what the heck, I don't understand this backlash. It doesn't make any sense. Can LGBTQ people not have a beer? Like, <laughs> what the heck? Right. Like, he's like, what the heck? And that's... And if you ever watch Dan Aykroyd's old films, you'll go, hmm, he's questionable in some of the things that were allowed back then. No means no. But, um, like, he's he's evolved and grown. And yeah, I, I, why can't the rest of the world kind of look at it like that? Like, Jesus, let them have their beer. Anyway. And by helping others, you're giving love. Right. You know, and that seems to be missing today with today's politics. And You're absolutely systems. right. It, it, it drives me nuts. There's there's no more empathy. It's Complete all lack. about and division and hate. And it's entirely Donald Trump's fault because he gave it a platform. You had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. So let's look at Another thing that we surround ourselves with, the news, the media. So you're right. What is that platform? Where, does, where, does all, where do people get their, their news from? And we did an episode introducing who we are through the lens of empathy, who are Rick and Tim. 
Ooh. Who calls him Lady G? My community. The gay community calls him Lady G. Yes, because we know. He has anal warts. How do you know that? It's because his male escorts kiss and tell. Yeah. Ew. Lady, Lady G. Yeah. Then we did a fun one, the bigger questions regarding UFOs and such. Oh, yeah. UFOs are awesome. Well, let's talk about that for a second. And then since then, we now have David Grush, who's come forward. That's with right. An impeccable David standing in the military mm-hmm. and saying pretty much what we talked about on our episode. How right. We have craft. We have craft. Reverse engineering. Yeah. And the company that he was referring to in that interview with News Nation, that the private company that has um, alien tech, mm-hmm. it's Lockheed Martin. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because they do all the aeronautics and stuff like that. Yeah. Let's figure out how it flies. That's but crazy. still, we have no proof. So it's oh, still sure. all talk, talk, yeah, talk, yeah, talk, talk. Yeah, yeah, it's all speculation. I believe in a creator god, not the anthropomorphic. Ew, yuck. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Anthro- my God. <laughs> anthropomorphic. Is it anthropomorphic? Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. I don't even know. That's a, a deity that we create based on our own image. God. The biblical God. Sure. And speaking of talking, huh. women. We did an episode on women's rights. Women's rights. And you called it the second suffrage. The second suffrage. All because Still of... Still is. I think what happens is... Uh, there's like a thing there that doesn't really look like a penis or a vagina. And it kind of looks like a peen sticking out of a vagina. And then what happens, I think, is it either goes out and becomes a peen or it goes in and becomes a vagina. I don't know. I just remember that from a video that I was shown at my Catholic high school. Wow. Here, maybe a diagram will help. Here's the penis. All an erection is is an increase in blood in the penis. Roe versus um, Wade. And so now we're looking at, I mean, it's just going to continue because now here's the here, here's the new one. With this ruling, going back to this ruling, this is where things change again. Which ruling? The, oh, I'm sorry. Miss Smith's ruling uh, on the, the not taking part in the gay wedding part because okay. it makes her gay. Now a, a pharmacist can say, I'm not going to prescribe birth control. Because it's against, I don't want to take part in that process, so I can deny birth control. And that's just, that's the next step. And it's going <laughs> to be a hypothetical customer. Oh my God. It could, I mean, it could be, yeah. Well, well, it doesn't have to be, Rick. It does, here's why it doesn't have to be. He doesn't even have to take it to the Supreme Court because it's already there. Yeah. On a hypothetical already. It's already there. It's already there. And it will, and that's the thing. We're going to hear about in the news. There's going to be some poor girl who needs, you know, emergency birth control. I'm sure it's already happened and they're going to say no because it well, Florida has already I mean it's, that's already been chipped in away, but this ruling right here allows for it to happen on a federal like premise or whatever, federal. You can do it. And then we jump from then from that Serious subject into critical race theory. Oh, critical race theory again, and that thing's kind of quieted down a little bit. Although Ronda Sanctimonious is what you call. Him. Well, Tucker Carlson's no longer on the air. Right, he was a huge perpetrator. It of was. That. Well, and Tucker Carlson even, you know, mocked people for getting angry at his white replacement theory, saying that they were calling him racist. And he's like, I'm just pointing out that we're not on. He did his little, you know, 
I'm a little weasel kind of dance. I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting mm. ballots, with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. Let's just say it, that's mm. true. Jews will not replace us! Critical race theory, but also Ron, Ron DeSantis, who's still... I don't know if he's still relevant. Is he? I think he's, he's sinking. I, he might be sinking. Uh, I don't know if what you showed me was real, but that was funny. And we can show that right here now. Just came here to let you know that you'll never be our president. You're just another establishment little bitch. Thank you. Well, okay, let's not, let's just, some people are actually here to see me, you know? Some people actually like me. For instance, uh, show of hands, everybody. Uh, how many of you are actually going to vote for me? One guy. Okay, I guess they. Th th this is just really awkward. You know what I'm talking about. And then, um, but but that's the thing. Like it goes. I I don't think it's changed much. I think um, it could become a rallying cry again. Critical race theory. Stop teaching our kids. You know that they're terrible people. Blah, blah, blah. Sure, but you can't like not teach history. And then we covered COVID-19, where we were during the quarantine mm. lessons from the pandemic. Mm. Watching Rachel Maddow, and she said that the World Health Organization has declared it a pandemic. And to me, what's that? I really didn't know much about that sort of mm. thing. And this is in March? In March. March 11th was the day when the World, world the WHO declared it a pandemic. Oh, my goodness. And it was already here. Yes. And the Trump administration knew it was aerosol-based, but nobody else did. They did not share that information. Fact-checkers watching this and listening to this watch and read the Bob Woodward tapes when he was interviewing Trump in February of 2020. It goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air. and That's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, it's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. My last booster shot was in October of last year in 22. I got COVID a bunch, even with all the shots, and I haven't been boosted, actually. I probably should. I never but got COVID. I, I just, I felt like I had, you know, enough antibodies at that point. We did an episode called America Today. Oh, boy. It's just a sinking ship as far as <laughs> – it's like, it's like we do we, – we the, the, the judicial branch has control of the cannons, and they've just pointed them at the deck of the ship <laughs> and are firing them, yeah. boom, straight down. And who's to gain? Our adversaries. Oh, yeah. But well, that's okay they're, because they're, those people that are pointing the guns at the deck – are being paid by our adversaries. And they're filling, they're taking everybody's things, no matter if it's valuable or not, and they're putting it in the little lifeboats, and they're just sailing away with the lifeboats and all our things, mm -hmm. and they're leaving people to drown, because why would they save everybody when they can save their things? It's all about things. Jesus asked us all to gather all of our things, especially our fifth wheels and our trailers and our boats and our things, and follow him while he carries his cross isn't that what he mentioned like you can take it with you i don't know that's not how it works you know, ask the opposite go ahead for example the n-word 
that's just off the board entirely. You should never, no one should ever say that word, regardless of your skin color. I don't care. So people have died hearing that as the last thing they were called on this earth. And I'm sure that, and, and, and from your perspective, that it makes 100% sense. And it does for mine too. But what I've learned is that there's a different relationship with that word because at my work, I hear it 50 to 100 times a day, I swear to God. It's not a part of who I am to use that word. I understand why other people do. It's impossible for me to do it because I know the history. And I know that for so many of my relatives whom I don't know, who I don't know by name, people who I am connected to, my ancestors, that was the last word they heard as they were being strung up by a tree. That was the last sense of uh, degradation that they, 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 that they experienced as you know, some harm was, was, was caused to them. I just, it's just not a part of the fabric of who I am. And in my trainings that Donald H. Christ outlawed for a while, um, I learned that there is a relationship with that word and you have to understand it, right? There's a difference between uh, a hard R and a not hard R, right? And it's a difference. But at the same time, like you should be able to, like I, I should be able to tell my students either form isn't okay in my class because it's not part of what I'm perpetuating in my class. Do you see a difference people who use the word with an A at the end of it as opposed to an R? Oh, no. You're talking semantics. No. I do, out of respect to who I am and where I've come from, I don't use it. Jay-Z and many others and I have agreed to disagree. Yeah, when you hear it in songs and stuff. Yeah. You... Uh, well, I'm not listening to those songs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I'm going around listening to the songs where it's being played all the time. I'm not. I just personally am not. Do your students know who Maya Angelou was? I'm sure they don't. Some might. Because that's a word that she would never say. And she says that words are things and don't use racial pejoratives. And that words can get into your upholstery, your clothing, your hair, and eventually get into you. Words are things, I'm convinced. You must be careful about the words you use are the words you allow to be used in your house. In the Old Testament, we are told in Genesis that in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was God and the Word was with God. That's in Genesis. Words are things. You must be careful. Careful about calling people out of their names, using racial pejoratives and sexual pejoratives and all that ignorance. Don't do that. Someday we'll be able to measure the power of words. I think they are things. I think they get on the walls. They get in your wallpaper. They get in your rugs, in your upholstery, in your clothes, and finally into you. And I think that it's true. Words carry tremendous meaning. Right. And just... The F-A-G word I've been called my entire life. It's just like, I'll be called that, Tim, sure. after I'm dead right. because of the Bigfoot world and because of sure. the impact I had in Bigfoot. Right. You went into a, a space where that culture existed, right? 
that hateful, uh, misogynistic, sexist, uh-huh. racist, uneducated, right. you know, MAGA. Right. You wouldn't yeah. be the only person to be attacked by that group, right? You look at, you know, if a person of color went into that group, what are they going to be called? Since we live in the Portland area of Oregon, we're surrounded by a mental health crisis. Yes, we are. We dedicated three episodes to it, which I was very proud of. Uh, the first one was Portland's homelessness and drug addiction. That was my trigger that I forgot about. Um, the mayor walked back his uh, plan to uh, make... The mayor what? So, in Portland, they were going to... Uh, change the law to make open use of drugs illegal again. He walked that back, even though it was basically on his desk, ready to go. Did that trigger you? No, but it's the same problem. And you just sighed with sadness. So I did trigger. So you're, see, here's the thing. You don't get angry anymore, Rick. You're going through this cycle of grief and you've locked on sadness. So whatever something before would just make you hot. Now it just makes you sad. Yeah, because it's, I feel hopeless. That, and I think that that's why the trigger Richter bit is just so, it's no longer angry. It's just sad, sadness. Because I am sad. I know. So am I. But you have to maintain because the younger generation has to see us pushing through. Let me see your hand. The one thing that will always trigger me in regards to mental health is part two, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, of course. Bigfoot will always trigger trigger you. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Who was that guy that made fun of shows on E? Tall, skinny guy. The completely arbitrary $10 million is still unclaimed on $10 million Bigfoot bounty. Well, we checked the traps this morning, and guess what? No one caught anything. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah, but see, back then, I didn't realize I was the joke. I... Well, you were looking for something at that time. You were, and, and you, you were looking for acceptance, right? Your experience with feeling love and connection came at a cost, right? So for you, your perception of what healthy like attention is, maybe it wasn't the best at the time. So you might not have seen their red flags, in that moment, if you look back on it now, could you see them? Oh, clear as day. Right. There you go. Right. Oh, all along the way. It's wisdom we learn. Mm-hmm. You did the Bigfoot bounty. Everybody was upset because you jumped to the front of the line and got onto a show, and you were rocketed to the top of the Bigfoot world, um, and all the trolls were letting you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yes. Especially because you were not only uh, taking... Uh, you know what they wanted, but what you they were, thought they deserved. But you were also an affront to their beliefs of what a man should be. So it was like you were slapping them in the face. And plus, I made my plaster cast of so-called evidence pink. Yeah. Damn. Why is it gonna be pink? Well, my theory was, well, uh, since plaster casts are always white, details might be washed out in that color. But if you have an, a little bit of food coloring added, you could probably see things that you might miss. Right. And that. Uh, didn't fly with them. Sure. Didn't have to. They were looking for a reason to, you know, 
poke your button and they uh you you kind of just outsmarted them is what happened that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, that was that a fun, that was what's, a fun her, episode. What, what's her face from star wars Kathleen Kennedy, Kathleen Kennedy, and Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson, and JJ Abrams, and all the other stars. That will show you too. Part three of our mental health uh, series was accommodations and solutions, which I thought we had some valid points. Mm-hmm. Then we did the Riff episode, and that was pretty much about Disney regarding the Star Wars. So, so the first movie, it was cool. It was like they set you up, right? And they set you up for all these storylines. And then the next movie comes in, and they didn't pick up on any of the storylines. Well, yeah, all Ruin Johnson did was pull pull down his pants and take a big dump on Star Wars. <laughs> My God! I guess Literally. you could say that. No, he yeah. was a brilliant. Cinematographer, those shots he made, beautiful. They were, they were gorgeous. Fantastic. It was, it was very, very well done. He, he should um, have been just the cameraman and the story of photography. Was not so bad on the second one because I didn't understand it. I was like, "What the heck is this?" Like the whole tension between uh, what was the uh, Kylo Ren? No, Ray? No, Finn? Finn and the Asian girl Rose. The Asian girl Rose. Hmm. That whole thing, like that, was there, but then it wasn't like. Developed. It went nowhere. It went nowhere. There was no point for that storyline. There was other than let's show Space Vegas. Yeah, I mean, and a strange horse race. Well, and 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 that that kind of sucked because they, they it was a missed opportunity for like development. Like they could have they missed it. Was a missed it was a missed opportunity. But they put oh. the seeds of magic in there that did not grow to a beautiful tree. For right. example, that little boy, the slave boy, that sure. helps them. At the end is revealed to have the force and mm-hmm. uses the force with the broom. Yeah. That would have been a perfect reason to explain why Luke went off the deep end was because his family got killed or taken from him. So why was it then, this is this would have been a great topic for Let's Trigger Richter. What caused, uh, what was the director? Ryan Johnson, what? but I call him Ruin Johnson. Okay, so what, what caused Ryan Johnson to do such a terrible job? I think he's arrogant. Okay. And ignorant. And he um, was given a free pass to do whatever he wanted. And so he thought, I'm just going to make a bunch of really cool shots and string them together however I want. And turn Luke into an absolute intergalactic that abandons his sister. Sure. When he never abandoned Darth Vader. It was just, oh my God. You're like, it's not meant for us. These movies were never meant for us. They're meant for a whole new generation. It was. And in, in what generation? Why why would they make Luke like and that's the thing, like who who was their audience? Who was his audience? Yeah, they were still aiming towards twelve year old boys and now girls. Yeah. So they succeeded with enticing the girls with the whole Raylo thing that's still ongoing on the internet. Ray and Ben Solo, that whole love story. That's a thing. It's a huge thing. Ew. And I don't think it's bad. It's one of the better things that came out of the sequels. Sure, because the girls only thing that only came out like the, the bad boys, right? right. Yeah. But yeah, I see, I think the Force Awakens was the best film out of those three, and Avatar and DeSantis in Florida's anti-gay laws. Oh yeah, and that's just getting worse. Um, he's what else? What else has he done down there, Ron DeSantis? So he's, he, he's hasn't basically, been, he hasn't been to Florida. He's been trying to run for president. Well, right, but I think he recently passed some more things in Florida. There's all sorts of things like. 
There's anti-trans, um, like, bathroom laws now. So Florida just passed a law that trans people can't use the restroom. Here I am in Florida using the restroom. Come arrest me, daddy. There's, uh, you can't, I, there's just so much. There's so much in Florida that's just wrong. And then one of my favorite episodes was the indictment of Donald Trump. Right. But let's go back to, because there's one more thing I want to add to the Florida thing and all these things before we go to that one. We talked about the idea of a brain drain and we're already seeing it in the states that have restricted abortion. They are seeing a significant drop in residency applications to the point where a lot of these rural counties don't have anybody that's an OBGYN. They have to go to a big city somewhere to get it because uh, nobody wants to risk their job, their livelihood, and everybody out there who I think, uh, I wouldn't say everybody, but a good chunk of people out there who um, aspire to be a doctor um, know the moral their moral standings and how it would violate them to go to a state where they would be prosecuted for providing healthcare to women because there's a lot of gray lines that someone can just snatch them up and say, we're going to make an example out of you and we're going to throw you in jail. The brain drains begun. And now on to the to indictment of Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, that was exciting. It was exciting. I mean, it was exciting, but it was also sad. And I think what it comes down to again is, uh, and people are going to say everybody had these documents. And I think we could all agree that, yeah, they do, but it goes back to how do you handle them? What is your intention? A lot of the people who have these documents, uh, at, at various places, uh, they get intermixed with things just like Donald Trump said. But I think there's proof that he knew he had them and he was touting them as like leverage, right? Look what I've got. I've got these plans to attack Iran. So that if ever they say anything bad about me, I can say, Hey, I've got your plans to attack Iran and I can show the world those and it's leverage. And that's the problem. This is he wanted to use those documents as leverage. Holy cow. <sighs> We interrupt our regularly scheduled podcast, Break It Down with Rick and Tim, because someone got indicted. Someone got indicted. Someone's very excited. Mortal words. This moment at 1.24 p.m. Eastern Time, Donald J. Trump is under arrest. Then we did the Dominion versus Fox News. Fox News is paying out everybody. And, she just re- and Fox News just recently settled with uh, producer Abby, was her name, who was yeah, that's Tucker right. Carlson's. Tucker Carlson's person, $12 which, million. Which pretty much led to Tucker Carlson's downfall because he, again, tried to uh, you know persuade her. And she her. in sexual harassment. Oh, misogyny and all that. That's nuts. Yeah. And the producer was fired as well. That's, you know, and, and what's sad is that like people like will hear that and they'll just, they'll still be like, whatever. Like they, they're okay with that behavior or they're maybe not okay with it, but because they like his message, 
they're willing to overlook it as a fault and they're compromising their own moral self. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. What they should do, period, is show their viewers exactly what they did wrong so that their viewers don't get duped again. That's what they need to do. Trump is not fighting for you. You are his human shields, and you always have been. And it's a shame, because I'm not sure I would agree with any of you politically, but you deserve better. They need to clean house if they want the trust of their viewership back. But going back to beliefs versus, like, fact, a lot of people who follow Fox News follow it as if it's a religion or belief system. But because we know it, it continues and that it's still a thing, like if you if somebody's doing something that's bad and you know it's bad, you're not going to say, oh, I'm just going to let them do it and they'll continue doing it. You're going to say, stop, because you're harming people. You need to stop. Now, nobody was telling them stop. That's no, the because they were making millions. Right. And, and that's the thing. Somebody needed to step up and say, hey, you need to stop. And then, but nobody did. They just allowed it to continue. Blah, blah, blah. And then we dedicated an episode to uh, the trans topic. That's right. And it's one of our highly viewed episodes. It is. It's one I wasn't very comfortable doing at the beginning because it is such a controversial topic. Do you like Bruce Jenner? Bruce Jenner? Or do you like Caitlyn Jenner? I... (sighs) Which one? They're two different people. Are they two different people? Yes. Okay, explain to me the difference between the two. I never cared for Bruce Jenner, and I especially don't like Caitlyn Jenner. That's the difference. Yes. Okay. But are they the same person? Yeah. No. Well. Bruce Jenner is dead. Long live Caitlyn. Is Caitlyn like your dream, like, pinup girl, Tim? No. What if you were 14 years old and there she was in the penthouse? Picture right here. Yeah, he's thinking about it. I'm trying really hard to make sure that I don't get judged for what I say. <laughs> no. About <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, I don't like Caitlyn as a person. I kind of agree. Yeah, you can change your gender. You can change your pronouns. Change Everything about yourself, but if you start off as an a-hole, you remain an a-hole. And they, she, is an a-hole. I know you're very conservative, yeah. and, and you have been very conservative. You've, you've said you're Republican, and... and it's not a bad thing. Have, yes, no, it's not a... It's not, it, uh, look, I, the only thing is, you know, a lot of Republicans, I don't want to speak for everyone would vote against all the issues, you know, that you as a woman and you as a trans person right. would want someone to support. I, I agree with that in some cases. Uh, and same-sex marriage? See, I, gay marriage. Uh, I have to admit that um, I remember 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it was when this whole gay marriage issue came up, at first I was not for it. I mean, I thought... I'm a traditionalist. I'm, I'm older than most people in the audience, you know? I mean, I kind of like tradition, and, you know, it's always been a man and a woman. And uh, I'm thinking, I don't quite get it. Yeah. Yeah. Simply Why is she because, an ale? Because she's catering and patronizing the GOP and attacking other trans members in her community, like Dylan Mulvaney. 
It's day 233 of being a girl, and this video is for Caitlyn Jenner. If you're not Caitlyn, keep on scrolling. But if you do stay, I don't know, grab a beverage. Hi, Caitlyn. I'm Dylan, and we are two of the most privileged trans women in America at the moment. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. And although we have very different views on most things, a few days ago, I probably would have still been willing to sit down with you and try to connect with you in some way, because I automatically have a lot of respect for you as a fellow trans woman. But then you decided to ridicule me very publicly. And honestly, this tweet didn't phase me all that much. But then this one made me go, ah, not you calling me a he. That is just, oh, terrible. But then you didn't stop there. You said there is a difference between acceptance and tolerance and normalizing, exposing your genitals in a public way and a public place. I do not support that at all in the slightest. Dylan dot dot dot. Congrats, you're trans with a penis. Girl, you're making me sound like I'm some creepy flasher exposing myself. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, it shouldn't. Be. I don't think it should be controversial. No, because there's a middle ground there. There's room for negotiation there. There's room for compromise and like growth as a community. But this ruling, again, you might have someone say, hey, I don't want my daughter in a race with a trans person. Because it goes against my beliefs. But whereas in the Bible that says trans people are I'm bad. I'm sure it's in there somewhere, maybe. No, there's know. nothing about transgender, transsexual I don't know. I'm sure they'll Bible. find something. No, there isn't. But then, um, I don't know. I'm sure they'd find a way. Because again, you're making someone take part in an activity Oh, okay. Here's where it is. Um, because if you if you have it as a, they didn't specify na that it had to be part of your um, Christian beliefs. Um, it just has to be like an intrinsic belief or something like that, right? So if you intrinsically believe that uh, you have to be a biological female from be the beginning. Uh, to participate, then you could say, hey, uh, my daughter can't participate in that or, or shouldn't that shouldn't be forced to participate with a transgender student because you're forcing my daughter to take part in something that we don't hold as a value. And it violates, and it violates our free speech. And that's where this law, this hypothetical, again, is going to cause damage to our fundamental human rights in this country. There needs to be a space for compromise. Yes. I still hold the belief that there are differences uh, and there's room for compromise. There should be a, a gender-neutral category. But unfortunately, we're dealing with an age-old group of people that don't believe in compromise. Right. They're, well, and, and the young group that's coming out doesn't believe in compromise either, I feel like, sometimes too. Like, they're like, it has to be this way. You know, our new way. You old people don't know. And it's like, oh, if, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I said that at some point too when I was a teenager. The extreme woke. Right. And so we have, and, and again, it's, it, they're the loudest voices in the crowd and it sucks because that's what takes over. And that's what, and that's what the Supreme court's listening to when they should be a center for, you know, 
actual academic thought in discourse and 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 it's turned into a fraternity. But also the Supreme Court don't adhere to any ethics. That's the other thing they That's don't. They don't. That's they absolutely problem. don't. Yes. But There's and no and oversight on them and, whatsoever. And and I want to say that again because it's important that they there is no ethics code for the Supreme Court. So if they want to take a bribe, I mean technically they can't take a bribe, but if they want to take a trip and they don't want to pay for it, then they can make a friend and go on a trip to their place on their private jet that they pay for. It's a bribe. Clarence Thomas, it's a bribe. You're being bribed. And he's not the only one that's been... No, 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 absolutely not. But he, you know, doesn't hide it. And he has no shame about it. That's the problem. He should. He should have a lot of shame about it. Since we're talking about integrity and how the court has none now. Yeah, it doesn't really um, have much integrity. There was something I wanted to show you. It doesn't have integrity because here's the thing that I because it's compromised. Well, it's it's some of the things that I've heard, especially from like Brett Kavanaugh, are and I, and I wish I had the specific in my head that I know, but I remember hearing it and going, "Gosh, he he's twisting words." and using hypotheticals within his rulings. And it's like, come on. That's history. People are going to read about that someday and go, that's where democracy fell because of this idiot that was butt-chugging, you know, while he was writing his thingies. Should probably take out butt-chugging. <laughs> Hang on, let me find this image. Then we can end on it. Sweet. So here are what four of the judges said in regard to Roe versus Wade before they decided to conveniently change their mind. Oh, sure. So Justice Alito in 2006 said, Roe versus Wade is an important precedent of the Supreme Court. 2017, um, Gorsuch said, that's the law of the land. I accept the law of the land. Yep. Kavanaugh said in 2018, it's settled as precedent of the Supreme Court. And in 2020, that handmaiden herself, Amy Coney Barrett, said, Roe versus Wade clearly held that the Constitution protected a woman's right to terminate a pregnancy. Right. And there, here's the thing. They all said the same thing. But that sentence of hers is, she listened to that sentence, what? Tim. Roe versus Wade clearly held that the Constitution protected a woman's right to terminate a pregnancy. She wasn't saying she was for or against it. She was just that's stating That's what I'm saying. That's, that. they all, that's what they did. They stated the fact. That's, that's what it does. This is what it does. Do you agree with it? This is what it does. And I'm not going to tell you. And, and we all knew. We all knew what was happening. We all knew what was happening. And there's just nothing you can do about it. Because, except for vote. But, By stating fact, they were deflecting. Sure, exactly. That's that's exactly it. Not one of them said, I think it's this. Well, or I think and the it's sad that. part about it is, is how they were elected, right? Because if you look at like the Senate and Mitch McConnell, it just shows, and this is my, this is, this is my problem with the Democratic Party. We let Mitch McConnell just do whatever he wanted. Sure. We will, uh, prevent Obama from seating a judge during his final year. His right as president. His right as president. And we are going to take that away from him and we are going to save it for Donald Trump. 
Uh, well, actually, it wasn't. Donald, it was the next president, and oh my God, it was Donald Trump. But it doesn't matter. They just that's that's even better because Donald Trump will put whoever they want on there, and they did three times. One of them in that last time frame, and Mitch McConnell was like, "It's politics, baby. It's politics. Bend over, America. Bend over. It's politics. That's what it's all about, baby." Our podcast is over. Rick, what did you think? I think it's going to be very dated real quick. Very quick. Well, it's already dated. In just the one year. So we started in August of last year. It wasn't dated four days ago when we were going to do the podcast recording. And then all of a sudden, four days happened. And I feel like we're behind on stuff. So like when we have the next presidential election, it'd be interesting to look back on our series and see where things are then in just a year and a half. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode then. The return of break it down with Rick and Tim. Yeah. We'll see. We'll we'll have different seats. Right. We'll be in, we'll make a studio. Let's trigger Tim. Oh yeah. Let's uh, trigger Tim. Cause I I feel like I get triggered a lot. We'll we'll flip it around. Yeah. It'll be great. And I'll come up with some quiz questions. Yeah. (laughs) See how well I do. Hmm. Well, those of you that are watching, I hope you've enjoyed this. And those of you that are listening, um, I hope it's been worth your time and uh, we'd love to hear from you and comment down below. And congratulations on my younger brother for having another baby. Oh, yes. He had a baby. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. And uh, you could reach us on Twitter, but Twitter's dying Twitter's again dying. today. Did so, it die again today? Oh, my God. Did Downey, you, did did he, you see what happened today? No, what happened today? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. There's more. There's more. One you were, second. You could only see 600 tweets, and that was it. And if you had a verified blue check mark, uh-huh. you could see 8,000 tweets. Oh, so they're restricting people's tweets now. Today they were. Why today? I don't know. So we have a little bit of an update. Apparently, not only did Alania Muscatina actually break it himself, but it looks like in doing so, he actually started Twitter DDoSing himself. Yeah. See, Elon didn't want people to be able to look at Twitter without having to log in. So he was trying to change it. And now, Twitter is attacking itself. I just love this for you, Elon. Interesting. He's ruining it. And something else, Blue Sky, which is still in developmental beta phase. Beta phase? Beta phase. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. Well, it'd be in beta if they're testing it, like, with actual people. And I don't think they're there yet, so it'd be in the beginning phase is the alpha testing. Well, as of right now, as of this date, we are still on Twitter. (laughs) We're we're still there. So um, you can follow me, Richter underscore Riolo. Follow me at Tim Breaks It Down. Well, thank you for being a part of this podcast. Yes, thank you for letting me be a part of this. I learned so much. Your insight on things helped me understand the military industrial complex. That, yeah. Didn't have a clue about all that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Raytheon. You've reminded me that I'm surrounded by hypersensitive individuals that don't understand context of jokes. And I think you've kind of come off that pedestal a little bit over the past year. Sure. <laughs> Not so easily offended as you once were. That's racist. For the final show, I have here a list of questions for Let's Quiz Tim. Okay. I could just hear the kids going, yay! Oh.
Tim. Rick. For our very first episode of Break It Down with Rick and Tim. Okay. What was your Let's Trigger Richter segment? I'm going to give you three choices. Okay. Immigration. My baldness. Or the royal family. Um, I'm going to start with immigration. We never even talked never about, immigration. about immigration. Nope. The royal family the royal was the correct answer for we episode never, one. Okay. Well, that's okay. We did do baldness for another episode. Okay. Yeah. You did try to get me on it. We had an episode that needed to be reshot and was heavily edited. Which one was it? The first one. It was the COVID lessons from the pandemic. Oh, that's right. Because YouTube. <laughs> we were spitting facts and they were like, you can't spit facts on YouTube. Yeah, that was annoying. It was annoying. Um, but we also did redo our first episode. So it's a half, right? We 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 did parts of it. I thought we, oh, okay. we never had to redo the oh, whole thing. Okay, then there we go. Because I split it into two episodes. That's right, you too, did. It was too big. Mm. What Trigger Richter segment made me the saddest? Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, Madonna getting rushed to the hospital, or always being called a pedophile because I'm a gay man. Probably that one all the time. Yeah. There you go. Yes. In what episode did we mention the Northwest Abortion Access Fund and how women can access it up here in the Pacific Northwest? Probably the episode about um, women's rights. Yes, if you don't want to hear the options here. No, because I know exactly what it was. Okay. But I assume you put one in there to be funny, so you want Maybe. to read them. All right. So, was okay, so you got the answer. Women's rights. But these are the other two suggestions. Mental health part 1. Mm-hmm. America today. Oh. It was a hard one. And then women's rights. It was not hard. I didn't have a silly one in there. Okay. That whole thing was pointless. People are going to be like, what the hell was that all about? <laughs> In episode three, okay. we asked our audience the most important question. Who is Rick and Tim? I'm going to give you three options for the answer. Who are Rick and Tim? You ready? Mm. They are considered woke by DeSantis's definition. They are two cisgendered heterosexuals. Nope. They are just cisgendered. Are we woke by DeSantis's definition? Sure. Are we cisgendered? I mean, we are cisgendered. Again, I... <laughs> Which one of us is really straight? Which one of us is I figured out... Here's what I've discovered... Um, is the the rub with all of the cisgendered and the, the things? It's people who want to talk about it and people who just don't. So when people say you're a cisgendered person, well, regular straight people don't necessarily use that term, and I can understand when they're like, "Oh, I'm uncomfortable with that because now I'm categorized." And I have it's to a little think. bit of the taste of their think. own medicine. Yeah, and they have to think. Right? They what does do. that mean? Take it back, bro. Who you calling cis, sissy? I can just hear it. Right. And so, again. Hey, that was a pretty good straight pro- I mean, um, pretty my straight impression. So, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Quit looking at my ass. 
What did we ask first? What crossed the road, the chicken or the egg? Let's quiz Tim or let's trigger Richter. Let's quiz Tim. Very good. Yay. Ta-da. <laughs> Next. Well, that's it. Oh, wow. I won. You know, it's funny because we had Donald Trump and we were upset and fearing guy. him as the bad guy. Then we're seeing him now finally get his comeuppance. Yeah. And then it was like DeSantis was rising, and we're like, oh, no. Uh, now he's kind of falling. But I think the true danger is Elon Musk. Elon Musk. And you said you thought he was more dangerous. I still hold that. And you are 100% right. Uh, yeah. Because he's con- trying to control the narrative of information. Yeah. You know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position? because, And I know it because he shares so much of it. Or there are advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarina will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. This guy is fucking creepy. You know, I'm reminded of uh, the, the scene in The Princess Bride. Great movie. Great movie. Um, Where he confronts the person who killed his father. And he says, offer me money. Offer me power. I don't care. So you just don't care. You want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say, and if, 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 uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. Okay. He's the bad guy in that story. And, and he wants to be the good guy so bad, but he just doesn't understand. And he has zero empathy, and there is a disconnect with him that you can see behind his eyes. People say, oh, it's because of his autism, whatever, mental illness. Well, Hitler had mental illness as well. Sure. That doesn't make that's, what he did okay. That's true. <laughs> so I mean, it's a bit much compared him to Hitler, but we'll see what history says. Well, we'll see what else he does. That's true. We'll see what else he does. Uh, who knows what he's going to do, or try to do, or want to do? I don't know. It's all, it's all very uncertain. And maybe if we survive this, we'll come back and break it down again. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Break It Down. With Rick and Tim. Bye. That's cool. There we go. Covered everything. I, I think, think so. We missed, I don't think we missed on anything. I don't think so either. Break it down. Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Check us out also online at www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com. <laughs>